Welcome to Around the World in 80 Comedians. My name is Steve Healy and this is the podcast where we discover different places and countries through the eyes of the most observant creatures of all, comedians. Today we're in Melbourne with Jai Cameron. Jai describes himself as an emerging comedian. He's just done a stint at the Melbourne International Comedy Festival and we get into that. We get into what the Melbourne International Comedy Festival is all about. And we get into different parts of the Melbourne lifestyle. This podcast was quite special to me because my wife grew up in Melbourne. So I've been there a few times and I really love the city. So it's really interesting to get Jai's perspective on it all. We talk about things from from deconstructed coffees to to cracked Ferris wheels. I think this is a great podcast if you're interested in Melbourne, Australia or anything to do with Australian comedy. So yeah, you're welcome. Thank you to everyone who's been downloading the podcast. Thank you to everyone who's been sharing it. If you would like to leave us a review, that would be awesome. Just a five-star review if possible. If, uh, if you don't like the show, I don't know why you're listening to it. Let's, let's, let's be honest. Also, thank you to all the people who've been donating through Kofi. You can chuck three pounds my way if you enjoy my work. All you need to do is to get onto Kofi. That's K-O-F-I. Uh, that's Kofi, Kofi.com forward slash around the world. And you can just you can just donate three pounds there. If you've already donated, thank you very much. Um, also, if you want to donate again, you can. There's no law against it. Right, let's get into it. Without further ado, this is Jai Cameron and Melbourne. Last year, I saw a Melbourne International Comedy Festival show where a guy shouted in out of his asshole. <laughs> and it was kind of one of those experiences where you think, is it just me? Did that just happen? And within the first 10 minutes of the show, the guy's completely naked, and I'm thinking at this point, I've only paid $25, which is a bit cheap for full frontal nudity. <laughs> Towards the end of the show, he turns around, asshole fully tensing. I mean, he did have a hairy asshole, if you are curious. And shat an unboiled chicken egg out of his asshole. And I had two questions. One, he performed for an hour with an up there, which, you know, good on you for not cracking it. And the second one is, how the fuck did he get it up his asshole? Uh, we'd be thrilled to know I don't have an egg up my asshole. <laughs> I only have a butt plug. Uh, I've got Jai Cameron with me all the way from Melbourne. Yay! Thank you. Thanks for having me on, Steve. That's okay. How are you, first of all? Oh, I'm so good here in Australia. We've had the Easter weekend, which has gone off like a firecracker, and a week of Melbourne International Comedy Festival shows. So, yeah, doing well. You're in Melbourne right now, is that right? Yes, I'm in Melbourne. I'm in a place called Mickleham, which is probably about 40 minutes north of the CBD, but it's still classified as Melbourne as such. Tell our listeners a bit about you. Who the hell are you? What have you been up to? <laughs> Who the hell am I? Well, I'm Jai Cameron. I'm a what I would call emerging comedian, and I've just debuted my first ever Melbourne International Comedy Festival show called Is It Just Me? And just done seven shows, five equivalent sold out shows for the comedy festival at a place called Tasma Terrace. So it's been about 600 different performers and performances in the city of Melbourne, performing all shows from Australia, England, all overseas. And it's a very renowned festival in Melbourne. I'm not sure internationally, they say it's the third most renowned comedy festival in the world, but it's, it's certainly very renowned in Australia. So 
been testing and trying kind of new material over the last week in that show, but I've also done another show which is called Would You Like Fries With That? And that was about working in the harsh realities of fast food. So I've done two shows and now, yeah, I've finished the second show. I'm not really sure what I'm doing after this, but we'll wait and see. And what was the highlight of the Melbourne Comedy Festival? Yeah, it, it, just quickly back onto the international thing. It's so weird. I'm not sure if they do this in England, but every arts festival or festival in Melbourne or Australia just chucks on international in yeah, front of it. Yeah. Like it's this big thing. Or we always hold the record for the biggest in the Southern Hemisphere. So we've got the biggest tower in Melbourne, which is called Eureka Sky Deck, which is the biggest tower in the yeah. Southern Hemisphere. But We're not really sure what that means. But anyway, that's a little rant on that. Uh, What did I learn from the show? I certainly learned that crowds are very bloody different when they react to jokes and something that's worked one night sometimes doesn't work the second night. And I find it really interesting too that I did a preview show. I've, I've tested a lot of the material, but I did a preview show kind of way out in regional Victoria in a place called Seymour. And the show kind of went off, so to speak. It went really well. And I did some obviously minor cuts on things that really didn't work well and arrived at the comedy festival really confident with the show on the Monday and then performed in front of the crowd there and then went, oh, God, I have to make so many changes before Tuesday night. So I found that really interesting how audiences react completely differently every night. The festival goes for about three and a half weeks to four weeks across March and April. And so in Melbourne, the weather, obviously we have four seasons in one day in Melbourne. So it can be 40 degrees and then rain and then humid and then the wind picks up and we have all different types of weather. But it's the perfect festival because it's right in that perfect weather kind of cross between summer and winter weather so I guess what people would probably call autumn (laughs) I was just thinking I was just like well that's what we call autumn but it's also daylight it's daylight savings here too so the start of the festival it was still sunny until about eight o'clock and now the sun it's completely dark at six o'clock so that's to paint the picture that it's very nice weather and Melbourne CBD is, I, I wouldn't say small, but it, it's accessible, I guess, to get to particular venues. And every kind of nook or cranny or anything that could be turned into a venue is turned into a venue for the Melbourne Comedy Festival. So bars get turned into performance spaces, closets get turned into performance spaces, unused buildings that are part of, you know, National Trust or you know, very popular architecture buildings that not no one goes to during the year. They all become alive during the Melbourne International Comedy Festival. Uh, so it's really kind of, uh, what's the word, sporadic in its space. It literally takes over the whole CBD. And there's probably about 200 to 300 shows a night. And The biggest space for the Melbourne Comedy Festival is the Town Hall and that's where all the flyers are and that's where the real hub of the city is. But it is, yeah, there's no other word. Now that the Comedy Festival is over, Melbourne will be so quiet because so many people go out to see the festival. It's one of those festivals that kind of even if you're not an art goer, a theatre goer, or that's the one thing you do for the year, Melbournians tend to go 
to the comedy festival just because it's on. Let's move away from the comedy a little bit. So you, have you lived in Melbourne your whole life? I have lived in Melbourne my whole life. I'm going to ask you what the best thing about Melbourne is and what the worst thing about Melbourne is. Let's start with, let's start with the best. What's the best thing about Melbourne? Oh, okay. Well, let's start with the positive. We'll do a shit sandwich. The positive about Melbourne, we've got this really indie scene at the moment it's this really popular thing so obviously melbourne's really renowned for it for its produce and for its coffee but the all these wankster hipsters that are from brunswick have kind of taken over with their 1970s dad's clothes and what's called a deconstructed coffee which is literally the whole coffee deconstructed into different containers so you get the espresso and you get the milk in a different container wow. and the sugar uh, that's kind of in, yeah, in a way that's really cool at the moment. And it, it kind of is popular in the city. I think that's maybe our best part that we have this new culture coming through, so to speak. And we are, we are culturally diverse too. Uh, I mean, Australia is very racist, but we do in Melbourne have a rich culture across performing arts, across food, across ethnics and, and languages and religions i think that is a strength to melbourne and what would you say is the worst thing about your city oh <laughs> it's hard to narrow it down to one actually the weather the weather is rather problematic but i think the biggest one for us there's a shithole called docklands in the city and it's it's slightly out of the city and we're trying to do a, a bit of you know england in, in putting right. a ferris wheel there uh, but the Ferris wheel, we realised as it was being built, had cracks in it and they kind of had to redo the Ferris wheel. But Docklands was supposed to be this really big upcoming urban culture in Melbourne. It was supposed to be this, you know, mini city within a city type of thing. And it's just never taken off. And the view literally is just an asshole view of just construction and kind of what's a shitty port with kind of rich people's boats and it, it's just the arsehole of Melbourne really and the Ferris wheel is just an eyesore and I don't know do you have Costco in the UK uh yes yes but it is it's more yeah, of an Aussie well, thing isn't Costco it? is really really big in Melbourne and and that's where Costco is based so that's probably the only positive thing about Docklands is that they have a Costco This is Jai. Isn't he great? Right, thank you to all the people who've been sending in lovely comments about the podcast. I really, really appreciate it. Um, yes, so we are going to have a little break because a lot of people are asking. We are going to have a little break after episode 10, uh, which is in a couple of episodes' time. And, um, and then we'll be back probably after summer. So that's how that's going to happen. I've got a little bit of news for people who are in Malta. The Adult Panto, which is something I write and direct every year, is happening again this year, and I've I've written it already, and I'm going to be directing it again. It's Cinderella, uh, with an S. It's very naughty. For people who have never been to the Adult Panto, this is only for people in Malta, by the way, sorry. Uh, but for people who, uh, who've, who've never been to the Adult Panto, it's it's very silly, and um, uh, and it's lots and lots and lots of fun. And tickets are on sale now. you got to get your tickets from adultpantomalta.com. Just go onto there get the tickets and um, and all will be good in the world also uh, there are a few more dates that are coming up for my stand-up show uh, Steve Healy the sexy environmentalist 
if, if you want the dates, probably the best thing to do is to get onto stevehealy.com. All the dates should be up there by now. Hmm. I do know that there are dates in Manchester, in London, uh, and at the Edinburgh Fringe so far, and, um, and there's a few other things that are being planned. All very exciting. Without further ado, let's get back to Jai Cameron and Melbourne. It's funny because when I go overseas, though, I go, oh, Melbourne is the best place to live. And then when I live here and don't travel, I'm just like, it is a shithole. It's just a shithole. I don't know. If you go out, <laughs> if you go outside the CBD and you see some of our really beautiful Australian landscape, such as Hanging Rock or Dalesford or, right, yeah. or the, Yarra, the Yarra Valley is gorgeous if you've never been to Melbourne. But right. you, you do have to go out of the CBD. Victoria is a gorgeous state, but you do have to go out of the CBD to see it. Would you consider yourself to be like a typical Melbourne person? Oh, no, no. I no, I I eat meat and I'm proud of eating meat. And you know, I, I, I when I order a coffee, I I just want a normal coffee. I don't want this fucking deconstructed vegan latte. You know that was that was ground fed by cows or something. Right. Okay. Oh, I'm being really stereotypical. I think it's just, it's just, yeah, every time you ask other people, oh, what's Melbourne renowned for? We do say our food and our coffee, but the food isn't that good. Yeah. Like, it's okay. It's not wow, I guess. But in saying that, yeah, I don't know. I, I don't find I'm a Melbourneian. I do love the hustle and bustle of the city. I think we've we've got a great vibe, but... I don't think I'm a typical Melbourneian, no. Have you ever had a deconstructed coffee? No, no. I just don't want to fall into that wanker stereotype. I just think, why? It's just a coffee. <laughs> it's just a coffee. Can we just keep it? I think Melbournians like to overcomplicate things, and I think that's that's why a lot of Melbournians end up hating Melbourne, is because we just right. make a mess of things. It's like we've got so much construction in the city at the moment for this underground railroad which is going to go straight through the middle of the cbd and it's just like we should have done that 50 i don't know we're just so backwards in melbourne we we figure out things that should have happened 50 years ago and then we go oh we better start that and it's just now caused all this disruption so yeah it's a great city please come and visit us (laughs) so what's more likely to happen if i was to come to melbourne is it more likely that i would be stabbed or that i would get an std Good question. I think you'd probably get an STD. I think you'd get an STD. You'd have to have sex. Okay, oh, 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 all right then. Yeah, but you probably, I mean, or even just touching the handrail of the train station would give you an STD probably in Melbourne. But I don't think we've got that many stabbing, so I'm going to go with STD. Okay, cool. And what what's more likely, that I will be mugged or harassed by the police? harassed by police we now have these patrol officers at train stations so i'll just explain it briefly to you it's great it's a great thing they come out at night from their burrow at about you know as soon as it's dark they're there at the police at the train stations the metropolitan train stations and they lurk around but they're not actually classified as police officers they're 
they wear the they wear the police uniform and they've got particular authorities, but they're not police officers, but they treat themselves as if they're police officers. So when you asked your previous question whether or not, you know, police would harass you, I think that those PSOs is what we call them would harass you more because they think they're police, but they're not. Right. They would be the ones to harass you. Like if you can't drink on a train, and if they spot you drinking on a train, they right. would pull you off right. and find okay. you. That type of thing. So, so they kind of revel in their power. Yes, like security guards. Every time you know you meet a security guard, you just go, "You're, you know, you're an off-cut police officer. You, you're trying to be a police officer, but you're not." If someone was to come to Melbourne, if someone was to be like, "Yes, I want my deconstructed coffee." What three travel tips would you give anyone visiting Melbourne? The, the tips can be anything. Okay. Uh, I guess if you're going to fly here, don't flow, fly on a low-budget airline. Just pay the money and buy, you know, get on a good plane because we're notorious for low-budget airlines just delaying because of mechanical issues. So just pay the money, get the meal included, get the entertainment, don't go low budget and and you know have have shitty seats or whatever. Pay the money and buy good flights for international. That's first tip. Right. The second tip is don't travel with kids. Just leave them at home. And if you do need to travel with them, particularly babies, just carry a bit of chloroform with you. And if they start to cry, just put a bit of chloroform on the hanky, and they will go to sleep. That, <laughs> that's travel too. And the third one I have is don't yell bomb at an airport. Um, Very don't good. Even say bomb boy- don't even say bomboyaji or anything like that. Um, yeah, just don't yell bomb. And if you're coming to the CBD of Melbourne now, just bring a Samsung phone because you can have our public transport system on a Samsung phone and not an iPhone. Ooh. Controversial. Wow. But, yeah, there you go. There's the tip. Make sure you have a Samsung phone instead of an iPhone if you're in Melbourne. And if you could give me a slogan for Melbourne, what would your honest slogan for Melbourne be? Good question. I was thinking about this interview and thinking about a slogan, and my slogan would be Melbourne. If you don't like the weather, just wait a minute. Lovely. Right, so how can people find out about all the stuff that you're doing? Yeah, for sure. You can catch me on Facebook at Jai Cameron, J-A-I Cameron, or Instagram at Jai Cameron, that's one word. And yeah, I've been hoping to do some more shows kind of around regional Victoria. I don't know internationally at this stage, but yeah, definitely around Victoria, I'll be doing some more shows for any Victorian or Melbourne listeners. So stay tuned. Perfect. Jai Cameron, thank you very much. Thank you. Thank you so much for having me on. That was Jai. That was Melbourne. And that's our show. Thank you so much for listening all the way to the end. Well done, you. Uh, If you want to buy me a coffee, I'll just ask you one last time. K-O-F-I forward slash around the world. Um, You can buy me a coffee there. Not a deconstructed one. Easy. Call back. I'm very good at this. Right, I'll be back again in a couple of weeks' time for another edition of Around the World in 80 Comedians. Till then, thank you for listening and bye! 
Around the World in 80 Comedians is presented and produced by Steve Healy. Music used is Blue Scar and Bushwick Tarantella Loop by Kevin McLeod in Competech.com. Licensed under Creative Commons by Attribution 3.0. Around the World in 80 Comedians is a Revolt production.